Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is podcast number three. Mm, number three. I'm Can't excited. Can't believe we made it this far. <laughs> this is still uh, doing it after after all these years. Years, yeah. It's, uh, we were we were talking about doing a best of series, but uh, <laughs> or, uh, you know, podcast. But it's in the works. Yeah, it's all in editing. <laughs> <laughs> It, it didn't turn out to be very long. I had like two clips. It was mainly it was can smashing. Unfortunately, today we gotta gotta admit on the show we do not have any penises smashing cans. Unless I don't. Do you feel comfortable whipping your cock out in front of your brother? I'm I, I'm not smashing cans tonight. Not with my penis anyway. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I guess yeah, yeah. I'm Josh Albrecht. No, oh, yeah, Ben gives a shit. Yeah, Ben Janus again. <laughs> Same two as the last time. Yes. Yeah. Well, unless you're just picking it up on podcast three. <laughs> if you are, then you're just a homo. <laughs> yeah. You're starting at three, four. But that's, that's great. Just, uh... <laughs> just insult our fan base. Yeah. What do you think? We're up to two or three? They're out there. But uh, on tonight, or whatever day part you might be listening, <laughs> listening to, to this... Don't really have much of a plan, and I know I was talking earlier. We're going to talk about some uh, old jobs we worked in the past, some uh, crazy little stories there. Just some uh, funny stories in general. Yeah, you know, or whatever the hell. Yeah. I've been up for almost 24 hours, so I'm a little... Yeah, I think uh, this one's a little different. I don't think we're we're drunk. No, no. no. We were pretty drunk in the first one. And your camera keeps beeping. I know, I don't know. I don't know what's going going on. It's going auto power off. As we've gotten the uh, video, Not obviously exactly no sure. one can see we'll this. It, but there it goes. Is, this, is, it, is it dying? Is it flatlined? <laughs> it's supposed to be recording. I don't, I don't know why. It just died. It's. We'll we'll try to get next. We're time. watching the old, the original. Was this a TV movie? It was a. It looks like it was a TV movie. I, I don't know if this actually made it to the big screen, but it was uh, Captain America, <laughs> America one and two. <laughs> Made sometime in the 70s. Is that a Chevy Nova that he's driving? It looks, I, like, it looks like my first car. I can't tell. It's just a shot of a door at this point. <laughs> I, I do like it, though. It's a nice color. It's like a baby blue. I haven't seen this blue. movie in many years, but uh, I remember Red Skull being uh, <laughs> <laughs> very realistic in this one compared to, say, the uh, last Captain look America at this, movie. Look at this beefcake here. He's a tough guy. That guy's been in a lot of movies. A lot of played a lot of bad guy characters. This guy's having I a hard time reading a letter. His name. Well, <laughs> Captain America. Is that is that? Are Captain you excited America's about the film? Avengers movie coming out? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go see it. it well, it comes out. Is it next it weekend or? Be, it's well, the fourth. I don't want to say that fifth? because by the time we actually maybe get this on the internet, <laughs> <laughs> it came out two years ago. What are you assholes talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit, man. <laughs> excited. I'm very excited about it, as you can tell. <laughs> We're a little off tonight, I think, just uh, mentally. A little yeah, drained. Like you I, said, we've I, been up for a while. I know you said you've been up for 24 hours now. Yeah, just about. I, wor- I worked a lot. I actually, yeah, we don't since we don't really get paid for this, I actually have to do something yeah, for money. Yeah, there's day jobs involved. <laughs> 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 I wish I could just wake up and do this. That'd be great. Well, 
I'd have to squeeze it in after masturbating. Mating. Well, nah, I, I squeeze in. I squeeze in my current job after masturbating. <laughs> I set my, Actually, honestly, I don't really masturbate a whole lot in the morning. It's. I set my alarm to masturbate. Really? Yeah. I I usually do it after work, because like in the morning it's just like mm. I'm dragging ass, like and that's just gonna make it even harder <laughs> for me to uh, get to work on time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually late because I masturbate in the yeah, morning. See, so. now, there see, you go. there's every once <laughs> in a while, every once in a while I have to do it, but it's just that. <laughs> you, ever, uh, you ever jerked off at work? No. No? No. no. I haven't either, but uh, I've actually encountered quite a few people that have. Uh, now, when you say you've encountered people that have, have you walked in on no, somebody no, masturbating? No, no, no. Oh, okay. They've told me stories, and then they're just kind of amazed that I've never done it. They're like, really? You've never met? Who hasn't masturbated at work? <laughs> some people I know, uh, they like to sneak off into the bathroom and do it. And... Well, I don't know how your bathrooms are at work, but at the, the building I work at, which I'm just not going to name it. <laughs> <laughs> there might be people masturbating in there, so don't, yeah, don't well, call them out. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> we... Uh, it's single bathrooms. It's the, like, there's a, like, in one part of the factory, there's a one bathroom that's unisex. It's male or female, and it's just one toilet in there, and you lock the mm-hmm. door. And then there's a, a women's bathroom right next to it, and then a men's bathroom. But they're all single toilets. Might as well just be whoever. But they're very small, and you can hear what's going on in the other like, bathroom. kind of crammed in there. And, uh... <clears throat> On one particular occasion, now I don't know of anybody masturbating there. I imagine you would hear it <laughs> outside the bathroom True. or you know in the other bathrooms. But uh, <coughs> there was one point in time that uh, they had hired these two girls, and uh, when I first saw them, like this was like probably the second or th- yeah, I think this was only the second day they were there that, that oh, they were working. Man. And uh, the first day I saw them, like uh, marking their territory, I, I didn't realize that apparently they were a couple. <laughs> uh, you know, they didn't strike me the first day that they might be lesbians or anything. And I've I've had lesbian friends, whatever. You know, awesome. I like pussy. I yeah, can I'm understand down, it. I'm down with lesbians, They're but uh, <laughs> I I had no. Nothing to say that, you know, uh, that screamed out to me like this is a lesbian that she probably hates men and like uh, (laughs) from dressing wise, just dressed like a normal female on the first day. Now, on the second day, like at this particular point in time, I worked a split shift. So I would come in at nine, whereas everybody else would come in at seven. So they'd been there for two hours. Well, I came in and uh, (laughs) one of my coworkers. Inform me of what happened with this le- uh, apparently lesbian couple. Um, they had uh, one had gone into the bathroom. Now these are one person bathrooms, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess you know not even a minute later the other one went in there with her. Wow! And at uh, work, at work, and these bathrooms these aren't like all, these particular ones. They're like there's some like back in the warehouse. Now they have those closed off. I think. But uh, these particular bathrooms... Those were the sex bathrooms. uh, Yeah. Well, I thought of some other stories, but they weren't involving me, and I don't know. That's all hearsay. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, back to this lesbian couple. These bathrooms, everybody could see them. They're working with the machines. There's quite a few people that can see this. And needless to say, a lot of people saw them going to the bathroom together. And it's a 
a single seater. It's one <laughs> one toilet. Yeah, you're damn right. It's been. a single seater. Yeah, it's a single seater, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I I can only imagine what. Uh, <clears throat> do you think they Do you think they scissored each other in there? I, I don't know, but uh, I'd like to think they did. Could they? I mean, can lesbians do like a hot Carl? I mean, mm, I, I mean, know. I guess they can't like. Maybe it be you, call, tra- you might call it maybe something a hot else. Carla. Carla, yeah, maybe uh, you know, hot Carla, hot Carlito, maybe hot Carly. Well, you know, <laughs> who knows? But uh, yeah, and I had no idea that like they were even like. Well, you could call it a hot Charlie. That works either way. Yeah, yeah. There is like the porn star Charlie Lane. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, there is plenty of hot chicks named Charlie. That's the only one I can really think I've of. I've never met any of them, yeah. but I'm sure they're not. <laughs> I don't want to discriminate against chicks named Charlie. Yeah. But uh, back to the box. Um, <laughs> the the, the uh, woman eating a box. Um, so I come to work. At work again. At, at work again. I come in after this has apparently happened. I can only imagine, like, the conversation must have uh, taken place between my supervisor at that time and these girls, because, uh, well, he was, uh, he doesn't work there anymore, and uh, he was, he was a lot like the boss in office space, where he's mm. like, mm, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to need their reports. TPS okay. reports, okay. <laughs> did, did these chicks, I'm just wondering, did they... Did they reach it? Did they climax in there? I have no idea. Damn. I didn't talk to them Damn. afterwards. I think I'm pretty sure they were gone pretty soon after that happened. And, well, when I saw them, that no, I guess they were there that day. And I keep digressing, but look, when I got there, and uh, this, my coworker Kevin, he's like, "Hey, did you hit?" He's like, "These those two the lesbian couple." I'm like, what lesbian couple? What <laughs> like, where? I, I missed something. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> And it was like, like they're so a lesbian couple or whatever when he described. And then I see it, see him, and the previous day, uh, like one, like okay, she might swing, like not neither one of them really jumped out at me, <laughs> like they might be lesbians. But uh, the one was more like the day before was very more effeminate, like girly girly dressing. And yet <laughs> on this day, after I hear this story, I see her come out and she's wearing the do rag. <laughs> She's all she's, like they were uh, fronting the the first day, and the next day, let's just go fuck in the bathroom. She's a lesbian handbook now. She's, <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, uh, she might have even been wearing Doc Martens. I'm not real sure. <laughs> that's a she's going wow. 90s lesbian. Yeah, that's, that's she's old school. <laughs> she's watching Janine Garofalo, <laughs> but uh, it was definitely uh, interesting. That uh, I could, I would have loved to hear the conversation between <laughs> the supervisor. You don't want to be discriminating because you know if it was a man and woman, uh, immediately go get the fuck out. You can't do that here. Uh, well, but, I've I was gonna say you know I've I've fucked a couple chicks at work before. I've never masturbated at no. work, but I have I've banged a few chicks at uh, at different jobs. So. <laughs> Well, I, I know of one that you speak of, and which is actually a bar that I uh, frequent. <laughs> but you don't work there anymore, so it's... <laughs> there you go. This is many, many years ago. I remember uh, I worked at a place, uh, and there was a... a uh, we, we never worked at this place together or anything, but uh, there was a big salad bar at this place. Oh. And I banged the chick underneath the salad bar one night. So... 
I thought, you know, banging chicks at work. That, that was my thing for a that while. That must have been a massive salad bar. It was, I mean, that's kind of what this particular place was known for, was <laughs> a very big salad bar. So, And it's still in existence today, this, this particular chain of restaurants. And, uh, yeah, so we were the only two left. She was kind of the acting or intern, uh, you know, manager at the time. Interim manager, excuse me, at the time. And uh, we were the only two left in the restaurant, and... I will admit, probably not the hottest chick I've ever slept <laughs> with, but the adventure was was still there. It was it was definitely there. It was fun. Well, that's that, had a good that's time. Good had a good time. That's good. Did you work there much longer afterwards? Yeah, in fact, we did it a few more times. Never again under, under the. the oh, okay. I was going to say never again under the. That salad seems like bar. it'd be a very bad place uh, to have sex at. I don't think we ever did it again at work. I think we went back to her place every time after that's, that. That's nice. So. Much more comfortable. That wasn't the first time we did it either at the salad bar, but one of the first times. So it was it was in that time, you know, when you're you, you, when you bang a chick, you always bang her, you know, six eight times, and the first few were a little awkward. Got to you know, yeah, you find out when yeah what, yeah. So that's what you know that's what the salad bar was. It was awkward and weird, and things happened <laughs> probably faster than they should have. But yeah. It was, so it wouldn't have been awkward and weird had it been like the ninth time you fucked her. I think it. I think <laughs> at that point probably not as much. I would have like known what type of have I thrown her leg, you know, to one direction or. And she I, really likes her foot so, in the fruit salad. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should have banged under there a few more times. Yeah, I think that just doing it there made me a little nervous, so it was a little harder to perform and. Now were you on top of her, like underneath this thing? Like was there Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty typical missionary. Like I said, there Did was you this put little... something down first? Like uh, yeah, kinda... yeah, yeah. We had the our aprons. We actually put the aprons down on the ground. <laughs> but there was there was this spot like under it was like recessed under the salad bar. Basically you get down there and uh you could kinda get behind it, under it to change out different parts of the salad bar and change the the what are the chafing dishes. You could change under the flame or the candle or whatever yeah. underneath yeah. them. Oh, this is a serious <clears throat> salad bar. Yeah, got yeah. I mean, yeah, it was part of the salad shit. bar. There was soup, so you had to heat the soup. <laughs> I mean, it was it was kind of done uh, old school, and they don't. This particular restaurant doesn't do it like that anymore. Oh. Everything's pretty pretty oh. modern now, pretty current. You got me wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to say it here because uh, I still enjoy this restaurant oh. from time to time. So, I see. <laughs> I don't want any bad but, press. But you're uh, will, very willing to put this story out there. Yeah, yeah. I think anytime, <laughs> no matter that you, what, <laughs> anytime you bang, if people find out, you know, they find out. But if they guess it, they guess it. But anytime that you bang a chick, uh, you know, under a salad bar, I have not. And you uh, do it. You remember, you remember, wasn't it? Uh, we knew we worked at a place where a guy. The cops came in and arrested him, and I think he hid in the yeah, salad bar. Yeah, he hid under the salad <laughs> bar. Uh, he was a cook, and uh, I don't remember what exactly they were looking for him for. I'm sure it was drugs. <laughs> Most likely drug-related. He was uh, he was a character, and uh, they came looking for him. They went up to the uh, waitress, and he was already under the salad bar as soon as he saw that the uh, cops were there and figured they were there for him. Well, see, I bet you that he he rather would have sex under a salad bar than have to hide under it from the cops. I'm just guessing. Really? Man, I was 
I was kind of swinging towards the cops. I mean, it seems kind of uncomfortable to me. I can't imagine it being too comfortable. Maybe it wasn't so bad for you since you were on top, but for her, I can imagine that, you know, laying... Well, you know, she was, getting, she was getting plugged, so... Well, you know, yeah. You take it. The good with the bad. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? But uh, keeping the uh, stories towards work, we... Uh, this This place is... Unless they moved, I know that they're no longer in Washington, Missouri. But there was a, I'll just go ahead and say it, this place called uh, Ornamental. Mental, yeah, they're <laughs> not there anymore. No, 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 no. Uh, the place I work for now uses the place as oh, a warehouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. It was kind of a shithole when we worked there. So yeah, they had to fix the building up to even to use it as a warehouse. Damn. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I haven't been in there yet. I've, uh, I need to go in there one day. It was weird. But uh, this place was uh, it was a factory that uh, made big metal office desks, like yeah, the old yeah. stuff you'd see in like old seventies movies. These things weighed like you know several hundred pounds. Every time I seen one go out the door, I was like, I was like, where the fuck is that going? <laughs> Probably to some prison, <laughs> some warden's desk. What time machine is that going into? Well, the great things about those desks, I don't think anybody's going <coughs> to steal them. I don't think. <laughs> no, no. Could... It was a bitch. We had to have like five guys whenever you'd load these things into trucks. And uh, there was like what, four or five guys, guys to yeah. pick them up and throw them in these trucks. I uh, I busted my head open and my arm one day. Uh-huh. Like I had yeah. to get stitches in my arm. My head was already, it was just a small cut, but good Lord. I mean, it was it was a dangerous place to work. There was uh, it was the craziest thing because like uh, I've wor- I've had many many ish- well mainly I've worked at restaurant jobs before going into yeah, this is my first factory much, job yeah. ever and uh, this job though like there was always even with the restaurant jobs I vaguely remember some kind of like interview or whatever or like there would be some kind of call thing yeah. firsthand. But for this particular job, and this should have been a big red flag <laughs> to begin with, basically, I just went in there and was like, hey, you know, an application or whatever, and like, pretty much wrote my name on this thing, okay, show up tomorrow for orientation, and then you start like a couple of days <laughs> later. They just needed bodies. The first crazy thing I remember is I go in for orientation, and uh, there was a big group of people at this orientation. There was probably, I don't know, like 10 or 12 people in this orientation yeah. with, with me. And we, we did a group thing. We're sitting in the boardroom. We're ha- discussing and all of this stuff. Oh, I remember this. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, you did it too. <laughs> and uh, But you were already working there when I did the orientation. And it, it was funny. We, we had a group of friends that all joined up at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> like recruited people. I, I went with my buddy James, actually. He, he showed up there for that orientation too. And uh, we... <laughs> So I'm in there with this big group of people, and then we do the walkthroughs through their factory and all this, and somehow, I have no idea, I end up being the only person left in the boardroom, and I, somehow I blacked out how that segued from this big group of people to just me <laughs> and, like, one of the owners. But <laughs> I've never been more uncomfortable at this particular point in time. I end up being just me and him, and he was very effeminate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my. my I oh, want to say his God. name was Nico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we may hear about this one. <laughs> I hope he's not on the internet. Oh. <laughs> I, I highly doubt he's listening to any podcast. Well, he was definitely uh, effeminate. Let's yeah. Just, yeah. Well, you know, I, the guy, I didn't really know the guy. Maybe he's a cool guy or whatever, and it's not like he asked his 
literally see my cock or anything, but it seemed like he was hitting on me. He had that look in his eye. Yeah, he was very. He he had an effeminate way. Apparently, he was married and had kids, but you know, so do a lot of politicians that end up being caught in men's rooms in a glory hole. Um, <laughs> Maybe he might work a glory hole somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. But it seemed uh, it seemed like he was hitting on me, and I just remember being very uncomfortable. Yeah, I remember. I remember you telling me then that and, you were pretty uncomfortable. And it seemed like an eternity that I was in this room with him, and he was asking me the, all these really personal questions, like asked me if I'd like to party. <laughs> and when he got to that one, I was like, "No, not really. No." <laughs> Back then, no, I didn't. Not that I really party now, but you know, I didn't even really drink back then. And uh, just being like, and then just like getting more, just want to know more about but, my yeah. personal life, and just so creepy. And after that, like he didn't like really talk to me after that. I never saw him again. But that was just like how the whole thing started. And, like I've already got this job. Like I didn't. There was that wasn't an interview. I already had the job. I never really. Uh... <laughs> Had to deal with him too much when I got hired. It was uh, another. It was another guy. I can't remember his name, but he was pretty normal. But I remember uh, after I had cut myself, they made me do a drug test, and the uh, the effeminate one <laughs> <laughs> brought me into his office and uh, had a whole talk with me about. Uh, he's like, uh, I'm just kind of wondering if you're going to pass this uh, drug test that we're going to give you. So I knew I wasn't. I mean, it was, you know, at that point it was a pop drug test. I had, you know, no, yeah. you know, preparation time. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to fail Are you it. trying to say that you might have been on some illegal substances? I, I, I yeah, I could this. have been. But uh, another story about this place, a sidebar that we'll get to here in a second. I, I, was, uh, I wasn't on anywhere near some drugs that some people did there. <laughs> I just came up positive for some weed. <laughs> And he's giving me the, you know, you're never, you, you got to be careful. You're never going to make it anywhere in life. You're never going to be like me. You got to be more like me. He's giving me this whole more like him shit. You know, and he's like, you're never going to drive the cars that I do. You're not going to have a family. For one thing, <laughs> he's telling this to uh, somebody that's like in their early 20s. So what the fuck do I care? You know, I just want to know whether or not you're going to, you know, you're going to let me keep this job, you know? So he's like, basically, he's like, this is your first strike. But then he didn't even like follow that analogy very well. He's like, "You only get two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, he let me stay. And but uh, anyway, like I was saying before, sidebar: there was people there that literally shot heroin up. Yeah, well, the, I mean, it's fucking insane. Here was my theory on the whole thing. This but, particular place, I think <clears throat> they purposely went out of their way. To get people that would fail drug tests. <laughs> so that way they could do things like have things <laughs> under code. And if somebody gets injured and like, well, you know. I worked on, a, I worked on a, yeah, a spot welding machine. And when it would rain, you know, this place would leak bad. Oh, yeah. So I'm working on this electrical, you know, piece of equipment. <laughs> basically standing in a puddle of water. And their solution to this was to give me these. Instead of, you know, fix the leak or whatever. To give me rubber boots, yeah. <laughs> which That's you, good know, call, you know, I guess I guess it worked. I'm here, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm doing this podcast. But uh, yeah, that was their solution was to give me rubber boots, and of course they didn't even have any that were close that you know I could fit. They had ones that were like six sizes too big, so I really couldn't even move around. I was kind of fixed in this one position in these rubber boots, standing in you know a puddle of water. 
spot welding, metal. <laughs> hey, man, you had your, ra- your rain boots on. You were, you were protected. Hey, uh, hey, we were in a union. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. It was a union job. Steel workers or something like that, yeah. Yeah. And we, Quite the union. We made just a little bit over minimum wage. Well, <laughs> we would have made a lot more if we didn't have to With, pay that union. But uh, I remember there was uh, this one line where we were welding part of like a drawer. They called it like the ped line or something along those lines. And I worked it next to this guy and... Uh, you seem nice enough. He was just quiet and everything. And I didn't realize this until like you and some other guys pointed it out to me. Every single day, <laughs> he was wearing a white power T-shirt, and one of our friends that worked there was black. <laughs> it never occurred to me, and he never really said it. And then I was just like, I, I guess I never bothered to read it, like his T-shirt, sure, but it was yeah. clearly a white power T-shirt. On top of that, he looked like Leonard Nimoy. Right out of uh, oh, Star yeah. Trek Two, like like that <laughs> kind of Leonard Nimoy. It was like Spock. so we would always refer to him as Nazi Spock. <laughs> Wasn't he? Was he uh, some type of supervisor or something like that? No, no, he no? wasn't. There he was, was okay, uh, another okay. guy. Like his name was Mike, I think, and I think there was a supervisor named Mike, but yeah, it wasn't okay. the same person. Yeah, I remember that guy. I think that Mike. I think the Mike that was a supervisor. He got fired while we were there because he was stealing machinery. Hmm. Or some, he stole something, I think. Or well, <laughs> borrow. It's in quote in floating quotations that you cannot see, but I'm doing that right now. Did you uh, when you got hired? Did they give you the whole uh, uh, Sam's Club speech thing? Uh, like their big incentive when I was in the group. Okay, <laughs> he gets well. There was two of them. There was two of them. This was right when uh, kind of like uh, all these like different little cell phone companies were popping up all over the place. These independent, like kind of the beginning is of uh, pay as you go. Yeah. Cell phones when it was like in its infancy. But anyway, they had these two pitches that they gave us at the end on top of, you know, we're going to be in a union and we're going to make money and work with steel and, you know, learn a new trade. Uh, yeah, some trade. We were going to get, uh, uh, Sam's club memberships at like 30 or 40% off. After we worked there for six months. <laughs> and then after we worked there for a month, and just after a month, we get uh, discounts on cell phones. But the, it was like a pyramid scheme there that they're running. It was like a separate business. Because you go up to the front office and you're like, yeah, I need a cell phone. And they're like, oh, okay, well, well what type do you want? And they'd give you like a, a choice of like four different types of cell phones. Yeah. I think they're all like those old Nokia-type cell phones. And then they would just basically put you on their plan and then take it out of your check. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess a lot of people there did it. I never did it. And I never thought it was that big of an incentive. I was like, well, you're just kind of taking, you know, money out of my check. But yeah, they had a couple things going like that. And the Sam's club thing was another one. They would take the money, you know, straight out of your check. (laughs) And and I'm I'm not surprised that the door is shut on this place. (laughs) I was well. It lasted quite a few years after we left. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was around a long time before we got there. <laughs> we only worked there for a month because if you quit before a month of an official month, well, did you make? Well, you were a little. Did you get your union dues back? Because if you quit before the actual month, they like gave you. I don't remember what. Maybe it had to be thirty-one days. I, don't I can't know what remember deal if was. I got them back or not. I know I got mine back, and I didn't think I was going to, but I had gotten my union dues back. But uh, 
Yeah, and we we worked with I don't know. There was a, quite a few of our, our friends that worked there, and we all got jobs there like right at the same time, <laughs> and we all lasted about a month. <laughs> we all quit at the same time. And it was during the summer. It was during the summertime. It was like July or August. It was hot. I remember being place, real hot. Yeah, oh, man. Your spot welding. I remember they had, uh, what were those things, like these... Uh, they had, like, sponges, sponges that you wrapped yeah. around your you forehead. Stick them in the and, freezer. Yeah, <laughs> stick them in the freezer. What was cool, we had <clears throat> they had a Gatorade machine. Machine, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty psyched about that. And uh, as far as, like, drugs go, like, like 95, 96% of the people there, very much on the drugs. <laughs> and this is... This is in Franklin County, Missouri, so if you're from around that area, <laughs> yeah. Oof. you've probably heard of meth. You, yeah, I'm sure a lot of those guys were just meth Missing out. teeth. Oh, man. <laughs> man. You could tell the people weren't going to last by if they had a full it set was, of teeth. They so weren't going to last long. Like in that place, I think we got, we'd get a, like a, a break in the morning. And this truck would show up, this food truck would show up and have breakfast sandwiches. That was like the greatest part because, yeah. oh, man, the sausages <laughs> they had in there were awesome. <laughs> I still remember that. We had a 45-minute lunch break that was paid for. For Guys That's would make about... a beeline to that damn truck, too. Yeah. And then they just hit their car, you know, go out there and smoke meth or shoot up or whatever the fuck they were doing. Good Lord. I think we actually caught a guy shooting up well, outside once. Before but... we get to that, we should probably talk about... Uh, uh, Ezel. Oh, I forgot. Oh, 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 oh forgot. Ezel. Now, Ezel. I think his name was also Mike. Mike. Yeah. But him uh, <laughs> but you started calling him Ezel. Oh, well, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you forgot about this because uh, the movie Friday, Chris Tucker's buddy in that. Well, I don't know if they're friends in the movie. I don't remember, but his name was Ezel. He was a crackhead. Can't kiss him, crackhead. Smoking back and taking a shit. And you called Mike Ezel all the time because of that crackhead on oh. Friday. And he's like, man, why, why, you, why you call me Ezel, man? Why you call me Ezel? He's like, you just look like an Ezel. He did. Like, uh, but he had no idea yeah, that you were yeah. calling him a crackhead. God, and he had shitty weed, too. <laughs> Every time I go out there, I was like, oh, my God, this weed is shitty. So, uh, yeah, but that, that was Ezel. Now, let's just set this up. One day, we go out on break, and it, it was payday. <laughs> We have a 45-minute lunch break, so, you know, you can go cash your check, do whatever, come back, and you got plenty of time. Well, there was this guy that worked there. His name was Harvey, and I, I've i heard that he was, like, in his, like, early, mid-30s. He kind of looked like a Muppet. <laughs> he had long hair, and it was, like, gray. He looked to be, like, in his 60s Stringy, or so. Long and it was just, yeah, it hadn't been washed in the last couple decades. And uh, he had his prison number tattooed on his chest. He wasn't a big guy. He wasn't like no. menacing, but he just looked like he had kind of like uh, like a Jim from Taxi kind of looked. Yeah, down. well, yeah. I, I was going to get to that, but he, <laughs> he looked like he was you know ridden hard and put away wet. But uh, <laughs> the old Taxi show, like you were saying, uh, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future <laughs> <Sure. laughs> and everything. In, in Taxi, if you if you haven't seen it, of course, uh, Christopher Lloyd played a drug addict, <laughs> <laughs> and and Harvey, it's payday. Harvey went and apparently cashed his check and did a few oh. other errands because uh, he, like lightning. <laughs> yeah, he did this quick. <laughs> 
We had this uh, park bench that was a little bit away from the factory. It was like up on this hill, and there were some trees around it. So it was, it was kind of like designated for drug addicts. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, okay, if you're going <clears> to <throat> be smoking crack or whatever, that you should probably do it a little ways away from the factory. <laughs> so we're up there with Ezel and a few other guys, and we're sitting at this picnic table, and then Harvey comes up. He's got a big old bag of chips and a soda. He lays them down on the table, and uh, he walks behind this tree. Now, Ben and I have full view of this, oh, but like, yeah. nobody else yeah. at the table can see what Harvey's doing. We have the best, the best angle at this. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't need to like rig up or anything. No belt, no nothing. Just pulls a needle oh, he was out. A, he was a real pro. Sticks that shit right in his arm. Fucking gets done oh. with this shit. Sits down at the table, and his eyes are rolling in the back of his head. He's gone. And then... He's sitting there just drooling on himself, his eyes in the back of his head, and you can see just the whites of his eyes. And then it's like Jim from Taxi. He just... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey uh, I, I can't finish these chips. You, you, you want to you finish my chips? Is lunch over? Whoa. He's, he's trying to, like, pawn off his chips on everybody. Like, well, before I get to that, while he was still back there, we're getting full view. Of him shooting up, Ezel's like, "What you doing back there, Harvey? You taking a shit, man? You taking a shit back there, Harvey?" <laughs> and we're trying to insinuate to Ezel that he's shooting up, and he's like, "Nah, man, he he back there taking a <laughs> shit, shit, man. Yeah. He is shitting back there." He was convinced he was taking a shit. <laughs> and it was like right out of Friday because <laughs> yeah. on Friday Ezel's like saying, "Hey, smoking back here taking, <laughs> taking a shit. shit, like Harvey taking him back here taking a shit, man." But uh. I guess Harvey did that a lot, though. He shit outside, from what I understand. Well, I mean, I, I hear, I don't know. I've never, I've never done the brown sugar, but uh, I've watched Train Spotting. Yep, there you go. <laughs> it seems like uh, they go through a lot of constipation, but when they do have to shit, like they yeah, can't control it's like it, a so it's just fury. Like, <laughs> it's like, you boom. shit where wherever you're at. So Harvey's back at the table. He's already <laughs> pawning his chips off on everybody. He does that. Nobody. I'm like, I ain't fucking touching. I ain't touching anything you've got, man. I don't know what, what kind of needles you're using. <laughs> I'm not afraid of heroin so much as I am whatever disease you might contract <laughs> by giving me your oh. chips. <laughs> like that guy gave me a ride home one day too. It was pretty scary. <laughs> I think he was sober even. <laughs> that. I think he did it so much, it's one of those things that he's probably better off once <laughs> he's yeah. on the ship because the withdrawals are probably way worse. But <laughs> he sits there and like another 10 minutes of him drooling on himself and everything and unconscious, basically, go by. And then he comes back to and he's like, oh, oh, points down at his arm. Goddamn beast stung me while I was back there. Points right at the track mark. Beast stung me. Like you did sloppy pussy track mark. Twenty five minutes after you do this, you got to point out like, oh shit! I like it occurs to his head like, oh, I got to explain to them why I got this big ass track mark on my arm. (laughs) Fucking beast stung me. Apparently, left a stinger in there. But it was just like Jim and Taxi, and it was just, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> goddamn me stung me. And then the great part is 
this is just lunch break. We got to go back in there and there work. work. Yeah. This guy's all fucked up on heroin. Well, I'm guessing it's heroin. He didn't seem like a diabetic. And I've never, <laughs> I've known plenty of diabetics. <laughs> After they've taken insulin, they're not drooling on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> he would go back to work. And he, you know, he worked at a couple different, you know, big types of machines. It would bend steel and whatnot. Yeah, you're talking about several hundreds of pounds oh of pressure God. coming down and he'd, on these he'd machines just, to bend the metal. He'd just be like swaying, you know, kind of like his is it gonna, eyes would yeah, be shut. Is it going to take his hand off this time? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that day we had to get some parts for him, like these brackets for a <clears> drawer, <throat> and they're straight. They're just a fucking bracket you know, <laughs> for this fucking drawer. And he's making like these arch type pieces. It's like this shit's just like, what the fuck? You're like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near this guy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing with it. I'm liable to lose a hand or something. Oh, that guy was insane too. I remember, uh, I was pretty hard up for a bag of weed and I was, I asked him if he could get me one. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, it's, uh, it's going to be, you know, about 20 minute drive. So we get in his car at this factory that we worked at. He literally drives around, like a uh, around the neighborhood for twenty minutes, and then pulls into a guy's parking lot that's about a block away from the factory <laughs> that we work at. And he then tells me that was his drug route to literally drive around the neighborhood in circles. There's no way a cop's going to think anything suspicious about that. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and I had no idea. Ten minutes into it, I finally asked him, like, why are we driving around in circles? <laughs> He's like, we're almost there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was definitely an interesting experience working there. And uh, we worked on first shift. Yeah. And our buddy Matt <clears throat> worked the night shift. And he said on night shift, people would do shit, like, at their presses. <laughs> Be drinking beer and all kinds of shit. I should have worked the heard, night shift. Heard about people doing coke <laughs> in the bathroom and... <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh it was brutal because you know there's no ac you're welding in there there's people passing out from the heat inside there I, yeah the heat was insane and like i said we worked with you know uh different types of metal and it would just get so yeah. hot and retain the heat you just wanted to die and there was when uh we'd have to load the trucks that was one of the worst things you had these uh big semis that would come in for these desks and these are massive desks yeah. and put, we'd have to put oh, a couple hundred oh, desks least, in there and we least. packed these trucks like uh they were above our heads high in these desks and they were like four or five yeah, was, high. we kind of like jenga styled them into these trucks it was pretty yeah. it was pretty wild we had we'd have like <laughs> groups of like four or five guys with a dolly rush these <laughs> full-size desk man. full-size desk and they would like bolt them in there like we had to do it really fast and it was over 100 degrees inside these trucks <laughs> i remember the drivers would always get out just like sweating and they're like oh man it's been a rough day and then just sit there and watch us load these trucks. like what day what are you talking about <laughs> it's probably sleeping out there, yeah probably man. he's like, like I, well, I remember one time uh, a guy pulled up and he was he was sleeping and I guess his, he said his air conditioner broke in his truck. And he's like, it got hot in there. And the whole time, we're like, he's like, boy, this, he's like, you guys are, looks like this is a rough job, man. This looks real rough. He's like, I can't wait to fix this AC. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up, buddy. <laughs> in a 200 pound desk. 
And I, I always remember too, the dollies never seemed quite big enough. So I mean, it, you really had to get it on there just right. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a bitch. And the other guys didn't give a fuck but, about you. Yeah. I'd always end up being the guy stuck in the back to where, like, hold, the last guy holding the desk. And when you're the last guy <laughs> holding the desk, you're going to get your hands smashed and everything because they're just going to throw the desk on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it, was, it was bad. That whole experience. Yeah. Awful. It was good for stories, though. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. You know, Harvey, hit on. <laughs> Not, I've had other experiences where I've been hit on by men, by, like, wait, waiters and stuff. Hey, they like the taste of sausage. I'm cool with that. And if I'm going to get better service at a restaurant, fuck yeah. I'll but, tell you the, uh, the one thing about that job, too, is uh, I never knew what I was going to do from day to day. Every day I went in there, it was like, oh, you're going to do this. You're going to cut steel in half today. Or you're going to spot weld today. or Like I said, because they just needed bodies in this place. It yeah, was it was, uh, <clears throat> there was a supervisor had come up to me who I'd heard. I don't know if he really did, but the, he, he seemed a little off. I think his name was Steve. They said he had Rocky Mountain ticks in Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. He, uh, he actually seemed like a cool guy. He was just a little off. But uh, he showed me how to set this uh, welding thing up and like showed me one time. Like I immediately picked it up, and he's like, you're too smart to work here. <laughs> when your supervisor tells you, you're too, you're too smart to work here. I remember when, uh, <laughs> when I cut my arm. It was bleeding pretty good, you know. It was yeah. kind of a it was kind of a gusher, coming out of there pretty good, and nobody would, you know, help me. I'm <laughs> trying to find the first aid kit just to get gauze or something on it. Yeah, and nobody would touch me until I signed a waiver for saying that I didn't have AIDS. <laughs> it was so, this guy's like, he was supposed to be the uh, the first aid guy there, and he was also uh, he had a separate job. He was the night security guard or whatever at Walmart. Oh, that guy! Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. There were he was a pair of one of the twins. twins. There was yeah, twins there was, that yeah, were there. Twins. I saw uh, <clears throat> both yeah, he, of them. I think actually at a gas <clears throat> station, not too maybe a year ago. Maybe it had yeah. been that long. But I, well, yeah, because I was working at, at the radio station at the time. But the, the best part is he's he's yelling at me. He's like, "I can't help you until you sign this waiver." So I'm like, "Whatever." So I signed the waivers, and I didn't have AIDS. You know, still don't. Those guys were dicks, too. <laughs> and then, after all that, he then puts on a pair of rubber gloves, which he's having, he has a very hard time getting them on, to then grab my arm, which I'm, I'm cool with, you know, you putting rubber gloves on, but why did I have to sign the goddamn waiver, you know? I mean, you just fucking, it's like double insanity here. <laughs> and he gets on the gloves, grabs my arm, and granted, you know, this is supposed to be the guy in charge of first aid. He looks at me and goes, I have no idea what to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what he told me. He's like, I guess we're going to go to the emergency room. And I was like, well, that's, you know, and, and actually I was telling other people, I was like, just take me to the emergency room. Let's just go. And they were like having a debate on where I should go. And I'm like, dude. That make... couldn't have been the first time somebody got injured. I know. <laughs> the, exactly. You know, like you said before, this place had been around a long time before we were there. Jeez. But yeah, they were all very panicky, didn't know what to do. And like I said, all I wanted to do was get to the damn emergency room and the whole time. I mean, I don't know what it hit, but I mean, it, like I said, it was like it was like you know just <laughs> gushing <laughs> out of my arm, <laughs> like little spurts. It and, was like an old trauma movie. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and I guess that's what was freaking everybody out more than anything. But uh, I was like, yeah, just take me to the emergency room. <laughs> and on the way there, you know, the the guy drove me. The same guy that you know made me sign the waiver drove me over there. 
And on the way there, our boss called him on his cell phone, and he's like, so does, and I guess he asked him on the phone. Did then. he get that cell phone? He, was, phone he probably <laughs> did, <laughs> but he, I guess he asked him on the phone. He was like, does he look high? Does he look like he's been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get out of this anyway without anybody checking into it? <laughs> and the, I remember when I, the first thing they made me do before any type of treatment, <clears throat> I had to piss in a cup and all this. The, they had an insurance uh, liaison there. Yeah. <laughs> To like basic, they didn't watch me, but she was in the bathroom at the same time. I went into the stall, pissed in the cup. It was weird. And had I been the one that got injured, they would maybe would have been out of business sooner. <laughs> I would have passed that drug test with flying colors. <laughs> at that point in time, I just masturbate. Well, mainly I just played video games. I masturbate a lot more now. No. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I have a lot, I work a lot more, and somehow I masturbate more. I seem to have more free time then, but mainly it was just like maybe play a little guitar, which I never, eh, you know, was all right at. But I played a lot of video games. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely it was uh, a it was a crazy time. It was a unique all those experience. a lot of those jobs in the in our twenties there. What <laughs> a crazy jobs working for crazy uh, kind of lunatic type personalities. Oh, yeah, like Bart. He was oh, a classic. Bart. Gay. 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 What, what are you doing there, gay? <laughs> I remember I caught that guy doing uh, fucking an eight balls worth of coke in like in one line. I mean, he had this stuff like clear across this fucking coffee table. And then tried to tell me uh, a couple days later that, you know, he's like, I, I've been trying to quit gay. <laughs> no, you've been trying to quit doing two eight balls a night? <laughs> Shit. Well, I remember uh, Fourth of July one year because we had we lived in this apartment building or this complex in, <clears throat> in uh, Washington, and he lived in that same apartment. He had his own house, but it was like farther away, and like this apartment was like not too far from his uh, restaurant. So he also, I did he actually own that apartment, or was he just renting the apartment? I don't remember. I think, I think he, he was just actually, renting it actually. Maybe he just rented it, but he had a house. But he also would stay at this apartment, and. Uh, so he was he was at the apartment. It was Fourth of July. He's drunk off his ass. He had gotten all these firecrackers, and we're in the city limits. And yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, it's not like a massive city or anything, but it's it's a decent sized town. Yeah, and there's. You're not supposed to set no, off. They, People, you know, it's 4th of July. Uh, they, they set off it. a little they, bit. But they this frown is, upon it depending on where you're staying. Yeah, especially so. when you, a massive amount. If you're <laughs> you got a ma- He goes and buys like a thousand firecrackers. <laughs> like these, ma- you know, the big, massive rolls of firecrackers. Oh, yeah. And he's setting all those off. And he sides. he's drunk off his head. He's like, I need more. And he's got this Jeep. And uh, there's this massive hill in the back of this apartment complex with not a road through it. <laughs> <laughs> He's drunk off his ass, driving to a fireworks stand, decides going through this big hill in his Jeep is a better idea <coughs> than trying to drive around <coughs> on the road. <laughs> and he drove. He did. He got the firecrackers and got back. I don't know how. We didn't live that far from the police I used to station. make him... Uh... Get me alcohol and stuff before I turned 21. And then uh, there was a strip club in uh, Columbia, Missouri. There was, they called it like a juice bar. 
Well, they didn't serve alcohol, so you only had to be 18. That's because all the great in. laws in Missouri about uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. strip clubs. But there was a bar right next door, so you could go next door and buy liquor. I remember going back there after I turned 21 and was like, what's the purpose? Just move the damn bar inside. <laughs> it's all about the laws. <laughs> laws, yeah. But uh, we would go there, and uh, it was basically like a free ride for me because I knew a drug dealer and uh, this chick that I used to uh, have uh, you know, benefits with would uh, hook me up with big fat sacks of weed for virtually nothing, or I'd just steal them from her. But uh, So we would make, me and this other guy would make him take us up there. And he got so pissed one night because he found out that that's what we were doing. And he was like, these strippers just aren't worth it, guy. He's like, these are like the day strippers. They're, they're just not worth it. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half drive. I hear the day strippers are pretty bad. I've never been to a strip club during the day. But I it's can not just, good. I've seen it's some, you good. know, on... And I'll tell you what, don't eat that buffet. Saturday nights that aren't so Don't hot, touch so that buffet during the day. That buffet will kill you. What, sir, are you saying people are, like, fucking under it like you might have at some restaurant? Well, I'm just saying during the day, you know, stay away. That breakfast buffet? Man, you don't know. I, I mean, eat a strip I've, club anyway. I've, it seems like a I bad have. Idea. I've, I've been pretty drunk, and I've had a couple cheeseburgers off that buffet. Uh, See, there's something, things, too. But... I've never been drunk at a strip club. I've been like I don't know five, six times. I'm not really sure. I and mean, it's been not see, like the, I was honestly, going. that's the only way I'll go inside a strip club. Really? And well, and enjoy myself because <laughs> when I'm in one sober, I'm, I'm yeah, I like naked chicks. I love naked chicks, but I feel like if I work just a little bit harder. I can look at naked chicks without having to give them, you know. Yeah, money. Money. Yeah, exactly. Well, gobs where, and gobs. What and I gobs found after going a few times is that uh, don't bother with the private dances. <laughs> like, I would just sit at the tables <laughs> yeah, and you know, throw, throw a couple throw ones. ones down, yeah. get a little bit of yeah. show. Yeah. Talk to my buddy that's next to me. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. But yeah, and then, they, you know, they always want to get you, you know, they want to get you to the side and get you into that private dance. What and I guess if I went to, like, now I will say this. Let me, let me say this. If I went to like a classier, a, a, a higher class type of strip club, maybe something like Scores or something like that, I'd probably do that and enjoy myself more. But going to like the Hustler Club, I don't want, you know, I don't need VIP. If, if I already seen you at the table, you know, I don't need to give you another like $20, $30, to, you know, fake grind on me. I just, you know. Well, I think what the deal is with the VIP, at least the mindset and the guys, is that they might get a little bit more. Yeah. They're like, I think the idea in the, most guys' head is that I'm going to get them back into this room, and then we're going to see if I can get a blowjob. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Otherwise, yeah, I just like, paid $60 uh, to go home and jerk off. Yeah. That's all that just happened there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I could just, just put my nose in her vagina and taste her Although chlamydia. Although, I'll tell you another thing. When I do come back from strip clubs, that's when I get all into masturbating. Like, I, I'll grab oils or lotion. Oh, so, oh, you're like, yeah, see, uh, Otherwise, it's all dry. Like, if I'm just, you know, day to day. Not even spit? Uh, maybe spit. Maybe. I, mean, I spit. Maybe. I might. It just depends. Just depends. I'm not really on, a swallower. I spit. It just depends <laughs> on how dry, you know, my hand is in that particular day. Or, yeah, see, I, I can't go at it dry. My... <laughs> my ex-girlfriend I'm like man I, I don't want to get into talking ex-girlfriend stories but uh <laughs> this one isn't too bad well it's not like I'm saying her name or anything uh she uh 
Like, if she wasn't, didn't feel like giving me a head or whatever, and like, I'll give you a hand job. All right, you know, it's yeah, something. Well, it's, like, yeah, it's all right, job. you know, it'll get me off. It's an old fashioned. But, uh, and she would just like stare at me. She would just sit there, stare at Ugh. me, and then like try to jerk me off and do it dry. That's like, like you're giving me an Indian burn and just staring sounds, at me uh, like I'm a fucking monkey in a zoo. That sounds institutional to me. It, it, and I was just like, like this, look, <clears throat> this isn't working. Like I'm oh, like, you, right you gotta, now. you gotta spit on it or something. She's like, ew. ew. Now my, now mind you, she wasn't cool with spitting on her hand and then rubbing it on my cock. That was disgusting to her. But she would drink my cum. She, she actually told me I it tasted you, sweet. I bet you she didn't mind if you, you know, spit on that pussy and you know. She didn't really seem to mind that. See, there she you go. Like that. There you go. No complaints <laughs> about you know about any of that. But, but well, well, she did. She did have a problem with cum if she saw it. She didn't like seeing it, but she she didn't mind drinking it. <laughs> but it's she all right. If it's in the I, back of my throat. <laughs> yeah, she liked. She said my cum tasted sweet, which I have doubts about that. And I always kind. Of, I honestly kind of want. Like I never actually tasted hmm. it. I thought about it, and then as soon as it, it shoots out, like no, nope. no, nope. <laughs> like I'm curious to what this tastes. I'm like, good. As soon as it actually sees it in front, see it in front oh, of me, good. no, I'm, I'm, yeah, no. I'm but good. I hear it tastes sweet. That's just what I hear. But it, back to the dry hand job, she would sit there and like, <clears throat> I, I only, I guess, I let the let her do this a couple of times because you know it only took like, okay, yeah, don't, yeah. don't, no more, don't, no more hand jobs. You I, win, you fucking win. This was probably your fucking goal. <laughs> um, I smacked a chick upside the head one night. I was drunk. And she was giving me, you know, these dry tug jobs. And not only that, but she's, like, doing it super, super fast and aggressive. <laughs> and I had, I, had, I had had this problem with her sober. So, and I didn't do anything. I was like, yeah. hey, you did a great job. But, uh, so now I'm drunk and she's doing it. So, out of nowhere, I mean, she kind of, like, pinched me or something like that. Really got, you know, a chunk of skin. Yeah. And I was done after that, you know. Now I'm there's like a gash on my dick. I can't ah. fuck or anything now. It hurts, and I haven't come. So I, I ended up getting blue balls. But yeah, right after she, or right as she does it, you know, I just like you know pop her right in the side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> that was well. That was the it. That was it for well, her. You're Actually, with- that was the end. And I only had sex with this chick one time, and it was I. I'm a big noise guy. Like like uh, reaction. You know like. Chicks getting into it, I get off, you know. I'm like, hey, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And she was one of those. Like, she was really getting off. But, I, you know, like, her mom was in the next room. And every, like, I probably could have had a three-way because it was that type of, like, mother-daughter relationship. Uh, but mom wasn't hot. And I could tell that, you know, I could tell mom wanted to do this. So I'm kind of in the other room. And as I'm banging her daughter, like, her door cracks open. So, and just enough... So I can see her mom on the couch. Now her mom is like staring at me, watching her fuck her daughter. So now she's like, you know, sticking her hand down her pants and playing with herself. But yeah, and end of the story. Yeah, I smacked this chick upside the fucking head because she was giving me bad head. <laughs> and her mom saw it. Her mom saw it. So that was the end of that. Her mom seen me smack her upside the head and this chick, that was, yeah. So I never got the fucker again, never got the... To you know, really see, because I, you know, I was just kind of like getting into it, and already this chick was like, Ooh! you know, it was like fucking uh, Porky's, you know, she was like fucking <laughs> Kim Cattrall going crazy, and I was like, oh, this is great, even if she's faking it, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> but yeah, door cracks open, mom's watching, and had mom been hot, wouldn't have had a problem, but she was kind of like, uh, that's just kind of fucking. She was weird, just like though. truck stoppy, and that's what the whole like house reminded me of was like. 
one big fucking knickknack truck stop. You know, it was. Oh was she my a God. lot lizard? No, no, she wasn't the a mother? lot lizard. No, no, I know what you're saying, but no. But I could, I could tell she was a, she was like a divorcee, and you know, she was like, she was gonna throw down. She's down to party. Yeah, she was down to party, and her daughter was too. And her daughter was so hot. And and I think actually now now that I think maybe subconsciously, as I was banging her daughter, and I seen the ugly mom, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, oh this is what that's where the real smack came from. From yeah, so maybe that did it. But yes, that it was it really upset her that I smacked her for giving me a dry tug job. Well, she did rape (laughs) your dick, man, and that's that's a gentle place. I mean, I uh, I mean you gotta like you were saying. Spit something. Yeah, well, like I was getting into, yeah, like I, yeah. I would like, like, look, the wetter the better, you know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like I try to explain. It's like a fucking rug burn you're giving me here. <laughs> it's like it's not cool. Ooh, it it, no. it hurts. And was it, she aggressive about it too? Uh, like that's what I really don't like. Is you're like a like I was saying you're getting she it would dry, squeeze it real hard, hard yeah, it was, and just uh, like like vigorously just there, uh, there's vigorous and I'm like what the. Well, I don't know if it was that bigger, but and then she, oh, she was just ooh. staring at me. It was like I was in a zoo. That's even freaky. It's like I was in a zoo. She was just laying there and just like, you know, not even, like she like wouldn't even like lick monkeys, her tin or like anything. Was, yeah, like two weird. Because this is just fucking like you're just staring at. And then she's like, well, then you do it. You're better at it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I hate when chicks say that like, shit. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I try. You know, I'm like, I can't. And then she's just still just laying there staring at me. I'm like, this, this isn't working. Whatever. I'm not getting off. <laughs> Oh man, that that shit's weird. When, oh, I've had I've had that same experience pretty much, and I hate when chicks do that. They're like, "You do it." I'm like, I don't give it, you that. It made me think of uh, saving turns, Silverman. Well, I was gonna say, you know, in this particular situation that you're telling me, it's kind of weird that she's just kind of staring at you, kind of blankly. Yeah. But I've seen. Well, I, I've been with, and, and it wasn't like she was touching her pussy yeah, or anything. Exactly. Like, this is hot. She's just staring at me. But like, that's that's what I was gonna say. I don't mind that when chicks are like. Hey, go ahead and jerk yourself off. Well, they do yeah. it too. And I'll yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. If she's licking her tits, tits or something, oh, and like, she's into fucking, it. Yeah, but just to like stare at you. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like what the like what the fuck? fuck like man? I don't even like if I'm masturbating if like a fucking cat's in the room or something uh, staring at me. But a fucking person just staring at me. Oh, oh shit, popping. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to edit that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that is weird. I've never I've never had that like. Just a blank. Now I've had chicks that they're like, "Hey, why don't you jerk yourself off?" and not be as into it as I want them to be. They're just kind of like, kind of watching me, but not, you know, kind of like blankly. They're just kind of like watching me, like, "How does this guy jerk off?" You know, and I'm not like trying to teach you how to jerk off, or like if you're into it, that's fine. But I'm not going to jerk myself off if you're not into it. Yeah. But what you're saying to me, that's like a step up. That's like. Like I said, I don't know. That's like some type of mental problem or mental... T- or you're just not... She is so uncomfortable in her own skin. You know, it's just like, I can't enjoy this. It's... Uh, <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah. That was... Uh, <laughs> your dog is freaking me out right now. He's uh, twitching. It's like passed out, but he's like oh, convulsing. I, oh, dude, this one chick uh, I met, and we dated for a little bit, but the first night we met, you know... I was kind of through a friend of a friend, and we ended up hooking up the first night. But this this was great because she was like, uh, "I really like to give blowjobs," and I'm like, "Hey, that's great." 
I really like to receive it. But the way she wanted it was pretty like porn. I mean, it was like real porno shop. She would lay down, and then I would kind of like almost like, I guess uh, the best way to explain it was like I'd plank her face and like fuck her mouth. Like that's, nice. yeah, she would Good not just stuff. not just give me a blowjob, but she wanted me to fuck her in the mouth. And I'd never done that before. Not to that extent, <laughs> you know, it's like chicks are blowing me and I grab their head and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you keep doing it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But literally like, like, you know, missionary in her mouth and like humping, you know, and she's uh, like really getting off on it too. She, I was, that's crazy that's what was, you, that's she what was you like need. gagging yeah yeah and then you know spitting back up but that's what you need that is positive reinforcement blankly staring at you no well here's is, the thing to her credit which i i'm gonna refrain from getting like saying a bunch of bad stuff oh yeah, about her. oh yeah oh yeah uh, sex wise like other than like that i mean there was some points where it got bad because she would just lay there and she was got real self conscious. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But there was, uh, for the most part, especially when we first started fucking. I mean, it was uh, she was and she, she could. She claimed that I was uh, only like the second guy or something. She even like attempted to give head to. She had had sex <laughs> with many of guys before me, but uh, she hadn't really done a whole lot in the way of blowjobs. But not very good at first. Not very good at first. But she got fucking good. <laughs> well, well, at least you got a, a few good ones. And in there, there was uh, s- several good ones. It was. Uh, <laughs> we we were having sex like every day though and if like uh i wouldn't finish or whatever and this is like she was constantly wanting to have sex and like if i didn't finish she would get upset <laughs> so i got real self-conscious about that and then i had problems reporting <laughs> so it was like she was constantly upset it was uh just too much pressure on both ends you know yeah it was just can't put that much pressure on it and then that's why when you're just you just sometimes just Got to fuck a chick in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then walk away. There was a lot, was a lot of good sex, though. I'll, uh, and your dog is just wigging out over there. He's dreaming. But, uh, yeah, and I hope that uh, none of our relatives uh, should probably listen to this podcast oh, um, a little late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I'm and sure. it's... Uh, they can always, uh, you know, turn it off. Yeah, and I got to say... Uh, Probably never going to have another job at a radio station ever <laughs> in my life. After we put this out on the internet. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I got a real big, bright future in NPR, I think. Hey, who knows? Yeah, who knows? They could love the slap box. Yeah. They could slap a few Everybody's going to love the slap box. Anthony Weiner, I'm sure, is a big fan. Hey. Why wouldn't he <laughs> I'm be? sure he's probably looking for a job. <laughs> we could be uh we could be the number one podcast in prisons across the nation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you think they are allowed to listen to podcasts? Um, you know, maybe I, I'm not I real sure. Know. I, I don't know. I haven't been to jail. Trying to stay, stay out, out of it. Stay out of it, yeah. Um I have I would imagine uh, it'd be a lot harder to do this podcast from jail. Yeah, I don't think they would allow us no, to do that unless yeah. we were guards, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we could do a remote. <laughs> <laughs> From San Quentin. Oh, let's do it from Pacific. Let's not go crazy. There's that jail in okay. Pacific. Oh, well, it it's not too far from me. Small scale. Yeah, you know. Well, there's a there's a minimum security prison not far from here. Yeah. So I don't know what they're in for, but. Or we could go outside Chicago. I don't want to try Joliet. I, I don't want to sit with a bunch of kid fuckers. Is there like a where do they stick the kid fuckers? Is that like next to the kid? Like I mean I don't, I don't know, know how they. 
you know, I don't know how the prison system really works. I, I, I should probably learn that. I mean, because because you want to stay out of there. Yeah. You never know when you might uh, be accused of a crime you did not commit. commit. And I tell you what. And the one armed man really any did kids. But uh, I think I think we're uh, we're done <laughs> for the uh, podcast three. And possibly on the podcast in <laughs> general. <laughs> and any dreams I might have to have a career <laughs> in any kind of broadcasting. Nah, we're good. We're gonna. Ta- I'm telling you, Slapbox is gonna take over the world. Yeah, yeah it's taking something over. It's gonna take people by storm. <laughs> yeah, two brothers talking about their sexual experiences, experiences. and yeah. one involving a mother-daughter combination. Nation. Like that's. Well, truly... I'll tell you what. You know, that's. I've I've been in that situation <laughs> quite a few times, actually. Quite a few. Yeah. Well, uh, few. before we end it, is there? <laughs> <laughs> you were in that situation. Did the situation ever escalate more I've, than that? Me, I've been in uh, maybe quite a few times, but uh, I've only taken advantage of it once. Oh, you did. So the deed. Yeah, and it was good. <laughs> My favorite though was uh, uh, sisters. One time, that was probably. Were they uh, like twins or no? Like... No, no. They, they were like ten years apart. Actually, ten years apart. Yeah. So it was almost like mother daughter. Yeah, yeah, it was close, but they were both hot. Oh, this, this mother-daughter you fucked. Not so much? Not so much. But, uh, you know, eh, you know. It's still wet. It, 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 you know, it was freaky. They were both liked it freaky, so. Yeah. I had to take advantage of it. There was a hot tub involved, so. So, yeah, it would be great. Usually, It would be great if involved. mom never listens to this. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, she already knows a lot of stuff she doesn't want to know about no. us. I know too much about her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to, uh, right before we get out of here, I uh, want to mention a friend of mine. He was going to try and make it out today. His name's PJ, a.k.a. Cash Kill. He's uh, dropping a few uh, few new singles for his demo. He's putting an EP, LP, something together. But I wanna send, I'm going to put up a link on the podcast so you can check out a few of his tracks, and I just wanted to mention them. I told him I would. But uh, have you got anything else, Josh? Uh, did you mention the Twitter and all that shit? Oh uh, yeah, well I do have the uh, Twitter's. I, for some reason I can't. I'm gonna have to work on that. But I have the Facebook up, and it's Slapbox. There, Facebook. You can get on there, and uh, I prefer. Uh, you know, I'll take any any friend request. But if you subscribe, I can give you a direct link to the website through the subscription, and it'll link you right up to uh, the podcast itself, and you can listen to it through Facebook if you want. Uh, like I said, I am trying to get the Twitter going. For some reason, I'm having problems with it. I'm gonna have to. I don't know what the what the deal is. They won't let me use the name. It's uh, so I, I I don't know, but I'm working on it. We'll get it up there. So fuck Twitter. Yeah, basically, <laughs> right now I'm like fuck Twitter. <laughs> and as always, you can go to slapboxpodcast.com, which is probably where you got you go this. to go. Yeah. Uh, as of the time we recorded this, we don't have it linked up to iTunes yet. We've got to work on some stuff, but maybe by the time you listen to this, it probably is. But <laughs> yeah, I, Actually, st- I do have about a dozen people probably uh, been asking me about the Facebook and the Twitter and, and about iTunes. Everybody out there has got fucking iTunes, and they want to listen to us on iTunes. So. <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and I find iTunes. I, I, don't, I haven't tried it. I mean, I've gone to people's websites, right, gotten yeah. them that way, but 
it, it is nice using the iTunes. You go on there, and you can subscribe to it when you open it. You got your iTunes open, and then uh, you can go to your podcast thing, and all the ones that you're subscribed to, you just hit refresh, and it loads up the new ones. And I uh, download them to my phone when I still could listen to them at work. Which work. I still could, I can still get away with it, but the you know there's been kind of an issue. But uh, with the iTunes, because I have an iPhone, I just sync the phone up with the computer, and it puts all the podcasts I haven't listened to on the phone. And uh, it, as soon as I listen to one on the iPhone, it will, uh, and I sync it up with my computer. The ones I've listened to, it takes those off, so you're not wasting all the memory on the phone. Puts the new ones on there, and it's uh, good old fashioned entertainment. I was gonna say uh, on uh, on Facebook too. I'm also gonna run some links. To, like I said before, uh, Cash Kill, PJ, just mentioned him before. So you can go out there and listen to uh, his new single that he's just dropped. But also, uh, we're going to get Mark Ping's link up there. So if you want to check out his stuff, he was on the first podcast. He's a pretty funny guy. And I'm going to try and do, like I said, more social media and get the word out there. We're going to be spreading business cards out. Uh, I'm going to get a shit ton of them and, and just kind of pepper uh, St. Louis and the surrounding areas with them. So, like I said, get more of these out there. All right, I guess we're done here. Yep. Peace out. Out.